Oh my goodness, everyone. I am so excited for you to listen to this episode. Teresa Caputo, the Long Island medium, just gave me a read. And not only did she give me a read, she is going to help you believe in yourself and validate the fact that there's no such thing as normal and give you the power to literally live your best life and trust and believe in who you are. It gets very emotional. And there's a surprise that happens in the middle of this episode that had nothing to do with me. Your jaw is going to drop. Get ready to trust and believe. Somebody say, oh, yeah. What's up? better than Oprah. Come on, y'all. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I am... So excited to talk to you for so many reasons. I'm excited to get a reading, but I think I'm excited for so many reasons, but I think one of the reasons why I'm ultimately excited to talk to you, to feel you, to go through this experience is because I consider myself to be a feeler of sorts. And Mm -hmm. I always feel weird being around people because they just Mm -hmm. don't understand why I feel the way I feel, why my emotions respond in certain ways and a lot of times in a long time in my life I felt alone because I just didn't Mm -hmm. I just didn't understand why people looked at me like I was a little bit crazy at certain points in my Mm -hmm. life and how I responded to things so I'm really just going to pass this over to you and really embrace the process and then you know hopefully at the end if I have questions or wherever this goes (laughs) let's just let it go but I I'm just thrilled to go through this experience with you. Well, thank you. Because I, you know, there's something, Sean, that I don't think people realize. One of the, I struggled with my gift for a really long time because I thought everyone sensed and felt the things that I was feeling. And it just wasn't so. And I didn't realize that until later in my twenties, because I believe we all have that connection with our own departed loved ones. Mm. And what I learned throughout the years is that I'm able to connect with everyone's loved ones, be able to feel their energy, the energies of the souls departed. And I always felt like there was something missing deep within my soul, something really within me. And I, from the age of four, I would say to my mom, you know, I don't feel right. I feel different than everyone else. I feel like I don't belong here. And my mom would literally say to me, well, you're not adopted. 
So there's no reason why you should feel that way because mm-hmm. that would there would be an explanation from that, right? We always look for an explanation of why we feel the way that we feel. And what I learned is that we all we we're all different, but we're all the same. Mm. And I I I think people have a very different uh, perception of me at times. People that don't understand, say, a spiritual realm or spirituality. And what I do is never about people believing in mediums. I just want people to believe in themselves, believe that the things that they sense and feel are real, that that is their loved ones reaching out. I I refer to them as little hellos from heaven Mm. to let us know that they are still with us, but just in a different way. I I just I don't know how much you want me to talk about before we go through the reading or, or can I say anything I want? I just want to make sure I'm doing this the right no, way. No, I I well honestly there is no right or wrong way. Uh, I just I the, the other thing that I I take I I guess I'm going to interpret this way take pride in myself about is that I don't know a lot about people. Of course, everyone knows who you are, right? And and what you do. But things in your personal life, maybe what you've experienced or what you've been through in life, not everyone knows, Mm, correct? Correct. And there are a lot of common things of when when spirit has me deliver messages, what I do is healing messages, things to help us continue with our life here in the, in the physical world in a positive way. Cause I didn't realize I, I am, I just want to start why I'm saying these things to you, Sean, is because I'm all, I'm starting to sense and feel things. Mm. Okay. And, um, it's hard for me to stay focused because you do have such amazing energy. So I actually have to work harder to stay focused on your energy, if that makes sense. It does very much. <laughs> I have that effect on people. I really do. I really do. Yeah. So what happens is, so what what I'm kind of doing is giving a little explanation for you, uh, also for any of your listeners, even for people in the room. So I I also want you to be aware um, that if I start saying things to you and you might not fully understand it, it could also be for someone that's on this call or more importantly, in your space. Mm, Okay. Um, So what I wanted, what I was saying was I... I struggled with my gift for many reasons. Um, One of the main things was, I always share with people, I am a practicing Catholic. And it took me a long time to incorporate my gift with my faith. And then I struggled with, okay, this is fantastic, but who's going to want to come and speak to their relatives that have died? I could not understand that. Mm. But what I learned is that unfortunately, no matter who we lose or how they die, we here in the physical world are left with burdens and guilt. We're left with these little should have, could have, would have, only ifs. And at the end of the day, all of these negative emotions do not give us the ability to heal. Mm. When I deliver messages, they're about healing to help us move on. And everyone comes for a different reason. Sometimes someone might just have an experience just to validate the things that they're sensing and feeling or what's going on in their lives that their loved ones haven't missed out. So um, spirit will always use crazy validations, uh, things that you're not expecting them to talk about, things that you have to sit back and go, no, I don't get that. And they'd be like, oh my God, how would you know that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, and the reason why I started that was because I, and I don't mean to sound a little cliche, if you don't mind me saying, but when you were talking about, um, you know, how sensitive you are, I saw my symbol for where, um, 
they showed me mountains. And that's my symbol for where someone went through struggles in their life. Mm. Everyone goes through struggles, but wherever it was, and I felt this father figure step forward. Now for me, father could be uh, father, father-in-law, grandfather, could be an uncle, someone like a father to you. And I felt this sense of pride of after everything that you've been through, you never let anything keep you down. You always rose above, but you trusted yourself, but more importantly, your faith. Mm. And and you never lost that. I am going to talk about... Um, uh, this usually doesn't happen so quickly. <laughs> so this is a testament to your to your energy. Uh, so do you understand the father figure that is departed? I 100%. There were so many okay. like... So I noticed about healing, but I'm also extremely emotional. Like, like oh. so emotional to the point where like, it's not even that I'm sad sometimes when I... When I oh, start to feel yeah. like it's just this, it's how I express like certain parts of things that I might not mm-hmm. be able to say. So it was, it's my grandfather. That is that father okay. figure, I believe at this moment. And yes. And is, is it your grandmother also departed as well? Correct. Yes. Because they held hands. So when a mother and father energy step forward and they hold hands, it means that they were directly connected here in the physical world. Mm-hmm. And, but it's almost like she is bragging about you. Like she's calling up and I, this is what I, I, I love spirit to channel with their personality to validate that it is them because you only know your loved one's personality and she's calling forward people and your grandfather's like who is that she's like oh I don't know but I want them to meet our our son like it's not you're not the grandson you're the son right right yes I was and, yeah. and bragging and bragging and bragging and bragging <laughs> Um, but I think the thing that your grandfather says to me, well, first of all, he labored my breathing. So a lot of times spirit will bring me through their departure to make me feel how they passed. So I had trouble breathing, but I felt this heaviness in my chest. So it's usually heart, lungs, and chest. And then I felt like I did not get the opportunity to say goodbye. So do you feel that there were things that you wished you said to him or that you said to him and you thought that he did not hear? Oh my gosh, this is so wild. So I never got a chance to tell him I was gay. Uh, well, we were going to get to that because the the saluting was how proud he was of you for your choices and decisions. And this is now I know why I was explaining to you when I said to my mom, I felt different than everyone else, right? Mm-hmm. Whoever decided what normal is. So for me, normal is talking to dead people. Right. And I, you know, th- I, I find, Sean, that we we sometimes make things far more difficult than they have to be. Mm. Things don't have to be that hard. And I did not feel complete until I embraced who God intended me to be. And I know that is to be that vessel for spirit to validate that there truly is more to life than just here in the physical world and that that soul bond can never and will never be broken. So now your grandfather saluting you, acknowledging how proud he is of you, your grandmother bringing forward people that she her, she met on the other side saying, look at my, my son, look how proud I am of him. And I am going to say this, there is a part of me that I was made to feel that they always knew that there was something different about you, whatever that is. 
I, I don't know. Maybe it is saying maybe we thought or had that feeling that maybe he could be gay. I don't know. But I felt that how happy they are, but more importantly, how proud of the man that you've become, all of your struggles that you've been through and who you are. You never let that keep you down. So know that, oh, this is interesting. Your your grandfather told me, he said, Teresa, he did tell me that he was gay in his prayers. Mm. So whatever, I have never had that before. So I love to share that because I want to show you what he showed me. He showed me someone kneeling down by a bed and praying. And I could see the soul above them. So know that whatever it is that you said to him that you thought or you wished you were able to tell him or share with him, know that he has heard and that nothing has been left unsaid. He said, and I'm glad that you always trusted your soul, your instinct. You never, ever veered from that. That's very true. Were you in a... Were you in a play or something growing up, or did you like to do um, drama? So I was in, I don't know if it was necessarily a play, but I was, the first time I did like a big kind of show was when I wasn't allowed to dance as a little boy. And so when I became older and in college, I got a, a minor in theater dance and I had a huge dance show at one point that um, my grandmother, I think they both came, but mm -hmm. it was just, it was, it changed the course of my life. A thousand. And cause I asked them to validate that I interpret it correctly and that they do. Cause look, anyone can say, let's be, be fair. Oh yes. They know of the man that you've become and they're proud of you. Mm -hmm. I need them to validate it with something unique. And they showed me a play. They showed me like someone in a drama club. So knowing maybe it was that at that moment where it was like, yes. We do know, mm. and they use that as a validation. Do you have children? Yes, I do. Oh, because they're like, he is twice. that Now, when Spirit says this to me, it doesn't mean that they weren't a good father or father figure. It's validating the man that you are, because your grandfather stepped forward with tears in his eyes. Mm. Tears are always of happiness and joy, and says he is twice the husband and the father that I could ever be. So if you wonder if they know of your family and your children to validate that they are watching over. I think that, you know, the possibility of him saying that is because he never was able to have children himself. And I think possibly that I have too. And he, they only adopted people. So my mother was actually adopted by her aunt, who's my grandmother and my grandfather, who was her husband. Oh, so he's probably like making reference to the two of them, <laughs> you know, but, but also acknowledging how you are with your children. Mm. Cause he also, again, spirit shows me things in, this is how I communicate with the souls of the departed. It's a feeling, a knowing, but they also show me things of things that I've experienced here in the physical world to be able to relay messages to someone. Mm -hmm. So it's up to you to place them on how they fit in your life or your validation. And what they showed me was like, you like on all fours and the kids like climbing all over you. Like that's just my symbol for, of where a soul is watching over and know at these moments they are with you and that they haven't left you. Mm -hmm. 
I'm going to ask you something. I don't know if this is directly for you or for someone else. There are two young males that step forward and they show me my symbol for where they, where they pass tragically. I tasted blood. So sometimes it could be a, a car accident or some type of tragedy where there was a lot of blood. Um, and then I saw somebody that took something that caused or attributed to their passing. I don't know. I can't place that. Is that for someone in the room? Well, Elliot's over there, but I'm not, he can't hear you, but oh, should I ask him? Uh, that's up to you. Sometimes when a soul passes tragically, they use this as an opportunity just to validate that even though they left the physical world sudden and unexpected, that their souls have found a place with God and that they're safe and at peace. Elliot, did you ever lose anyone like abruptly, like tragically? His grandfather died of an aneurysm suddenly. Okay. So sometimes that is of a of when I would taste blood also, because it could be like a burst. Yeah. Um, and tragic for me is unexpected or sudden. Yeah. I think too, like that definitely that could definitely be <laughs> for Elliot. But I also just you know, ugh, it's just so much. I, my grandfather, I knew he was close to death. So I think that, you know, I don't, I, don't, I definitely don't think that's for me because I knew he was close to it. But that's very mm-hmm. interesting. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um, your grandfather just showed, I just want to validate things. And this could also be for Elliot. I, they showed me my symbol for, but we kept something that has no monetary value. Something, uh, when they show me, this is just for a father figure, a coin or sometimes a wallet or, or a license. It's my symbol for where they just validate that we kept something that has no value, but meant the world to us or more importantly to them. He said that he kept, um, a screw from his toolkit that one of his cousins gave him when they visited the funeral home. So that would have no monetary value, unless if it was the screw with a nail from Cartier. No, but, it, um, right. no it wasn't from Cartier. <laughs> but that is so wild. Because again, anyone can say, look, I am the first one to say that what I do is crazy. There is no way that someone can communicate with someone that has died. And look, that's fine. Everyone has their own opinion and, and I respect that more than anything. But I need spirit just to validate it with things that are completely unique to validate that they are watching over, that they know of our accomplishments. And is it because sometimes we are too hard on ourselves or because we feel we should be doing something else in our life, or maybe we should have done something else. Whatever the situation is, mm-hmm. it validates that their souls, that they truly are proud of us. Wow. 
Now your grandmother is sitting me down and now she's cooking. She's saying, you didn't eat today. You need to eat. And I'm like, I'm not hungry. <laughs> and, and your grandfather literally just rolled his eyes at, at, at her. Like, you're going to do this to Teresa? Like, so would that be your grandmother? Like she would have, if you came to her house, like she had to cook you something. She had to bake you something. I think so. What's interesting about that is they would, I, I had track practice as a kid when I was in high school and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I played tons of sports, but they would not eat until I got home. They would literally be sitting at the table waiting, waiting. It, the food mm-hmm. would be ready and it, it yep. I could be 20 minutes late and they would just sit there at the table until I got home and she would be like, wash your hands, come, you know, go wash your hands sit and down. sit down. Yeah. That is so that. That's the way it was, right? That's the way it was. Oh my goodness, that's so wild. <laughs> um, did you have um I this is interesting. Do you um did you have a dream or some type of spiritual experience? See, I don't dream of my loved ones that have died. So I don't connect with spirit in that way. Mm-hmm. And I felt like you had this spiritual experience with their souls. So whether it be a dream, a visitation where you thought you saw them or you felt them and really felt their presence and you knew without a doubt that was them. But see, this just, this just happened like three weeks ago. It's not a coincidence, but, but it, that's not a coincidence. But it wasn't. Because I. Sorry, sorry. It wasn't a dream. It was a, mm-hmm. I was on stage about to mm-hmm. record a workout, film a workout. And. I went to the back of the stage like I always do. And when I pray, I pray to both of them. That's what I pray mm-hmm. to. And it oh. was so crazy. It was, I'm getting the chills right now. Oh my gosh. So it was the first time ever that I really felt them speak back to me. And they were like, you're going to have to be extremely patient right now. And I'm just thinking like, and it, I walked away because I was like, this is just too much for me to be going through right now mm-hmm. when I'm about to film. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. sure enough, it was the one workout of the 30 plus that I filmed that something kept messing up. It just kept messing up. And they knew that I was mm-hmm. in a space where I could have been really impatient and really stressed. And and, mm-hmm. and my director was like, you know, are you okay? And I was like, I literally just went back there. My grandmother and grandfather told me like, this is going to be a rough mm-hmm. one. And to be flexible with what's about to happen. That is crazy. <laughs> Not crazy, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I know. I Listen, this is my life, Sean. The, know that that was them. No. Do you now? Even what happened before we started to record all those little issues, we could say, "Oh yeah, it was technology." I literally was going to say, "Listen, it's not me; it's Sean's dead people. It has nothing to do with me." <laughs> because spirit does have, and it's not a coincidence. I, I ask for things for spirit. They kind of prepare. Mm. They know when I'm going to be in the presence of someone, so they will use especially something to validate their presence in our lives with something like that. So know that that was not a coincidence. And the fact that they brought that up, validating that that was their souls. They probably, not crazy. they probably wanted to see me dance. That was probably <laughs> it. Oh. oh, but those are the, like, those like little things, like, 
I love those. Like, because nobody else would know that. Mm. And there would be no way in the world that I would know that. And then the whole little thing, how you did that little dance for me before, right? Like all, like everything, I know that sounds silly, but it all comes together and it's all just a validation of their presence. And that, that soul bond will never be broken Mm. and can never be broken. That's pretty powerful. Oh, what happened with the house? Uh, they, they showed me my symbol for moving. Um, they showed me you moving around. Um, and then they said, tell them, tell him we support the move. And then he showed me like an old family home. So did you have to sell a family home or was there something about a family home that was sold or something that you couldn't hold on to for whatever reason? I'm literally about to say this, but I mean this in a very comedic way. You, Who are you? Like, I'm like, <laughs> and you're like, I'm Teresa. No, the reason why I say that, my fans know my humor. So I literally um, just sold my house. Oh. And it was our first okay. family home. And oh, and so my husband and I, like, my, well, we both wanted to sell and we made the decision. But, mm-hmm. you know, you always get this, like, should I have sold my home? Like, should I have sold my home or should I not? And, you mm-hmm. know, and it was our boy's first home. And and it's just a little crazy time right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, last night I was in bed and I'm just like, I wasn't <gasps> questioning whether or not I should have sold the home. I was just like, I need to yeah. figure out a way to get through this. So I almost mm-hmm. take that as like, Sean, be patient. It was the right decision. And absolutely, just make your way through. So there's the validation. And, you know, and that's the other thing that I always say to people, too, when someone comes for a reading. I don't I never want spirit to tell us what we should or shouldn't do, even if they're things that we're thinking about doing or wanting to do. Mm-hmm. It's always just to validate that that they support our choices and decisions. Everything is our free will choices. So for them to bring that up, it's validating, supporting you and absolutely the right time. Um, I, I kind of felt. They made me feel like it was a little bit unfortunate of how the circumstances came about, but it is the perfect time for a quote unquote new beginning. But you know what? It's so interesting because, you know, it could also be something else that I'm not sure if I want to put on the podcast, but it's very personal. Listen, I'm going to take that. I don't. I'm going to. That's fine. Yeah, I'm going to take that and I could, Mm -hmm. I can talk to you about it offline, but there's something else that's happening that. Mm they might be giving me the go ahead to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I listen, I read with a great deal amount of respect. Um, That is also something that uh, I want people to realize. Sometimes spirit will have me say things and do things in a very respectful and discreet way. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of times in, in a reading I have to be because This, I would rather sit and look like I don't know what I'm talking about at times to protect out of respect for the soul that's channeling and also for the people here in the physical world. Because sometimes there are sensitive subjects that spirit brings up. Mm -hmm. Um, There are a lot of times I might have someone channeling that was murdered. I might have something if there was an argument in the family or if there were family situations. And we have to do things in a very delicate way because this isn't about anything else but spirit validating our choices, decisions, our positions, understanding why Mm -hmm. we make choices and decisions. And sometimes they're not in our control. And sometimes we are left with no choice. Mm. Or sometimes it's just the time to let things go. 
that. Fair enough. That part. Mm-hmm. That part right there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just because we let go doesn't mean that we forget. It means that we let go. Sometimes uh, it could be feelings, emotions, things that don't serve us any purpose anymore. Whatever they are. And it's okay to let them go. Mm. Because sometimes with that letting go of burdens, sometimes guilt, should have, could have, would have, only ifs, that can change someone's life in so many ways. But you know, this message is not for me. This message- That's, that's fine. This message is for me to give someone. Mm-hmm. And I know exactly who they are telling me to give this message to. And that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. I think that's also why I think that I that I think that people also don't understand something about me is that I'm better off not knowing and I don't have to know things. I don't want to know things. Listen, I have my own problems. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> you know. Yes, honey, right? I know. <laughs> I, and you know, I don't need to know details, but that's my personality. It's the way that I've been. This is why I say, I know this is the way I was built. Mm-hmm. I don't know any different. Uh, I, I, w- I was born this way. Mm-hmm. And like, if someone shows me, like you, you show me this phone. All right. This is great. There's an iPhone. I can make phone calls. I could do this. I don't need to know how it works. I don't care. <laughs> it's the same thing with messages. Just let me know what it is that someone needs to hear to help them to make their life a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. Not easy. Listen, life is hard. Mm -hmm. This is, this is the hard part. (laughs) We're having, we're just having a physical experience right now. We're here to learn hard lessons. This is a hard school that we're in right now. So that's what this is about. You know, so what, uh, you know, I, I usually ask this at the end and obviously, you know, but it's just something's pulling me to ask this question because Sure. I'm sure you've been through this, what I'm about to ask you a million times, probably literally. You know, what do you do when people don't believe in you? When they literally, because there's a lot of people out there that their entire life is to prove things to other people. Mm-hmm. They're not even living for themselves. And mm-hmm. so I actually had this question yesterday and I tried to answer it best I could, but for somebody like you who's so we're all special, but you're so special and you have a right. super unique gift. You know, how do you continue to move forward even when people are like, oh, she's this or that's that? You know, how do you believe, continue to believe in yourself? Because I know this is what I was meant to do. And I always say if I, I don't mean to sound so cold, but if I cared about what people thought about me or about my gift, I wouldn't be where I am. I literally put my gift in God's hands. And I said, if this is my soul's journey here in the physical world, you open the doors and I will walk through them. And here I am. And this is not about me. I, I Listen, I have people, literally, they will sit in front of me when I do my live shows like this. Oh, yeah. Hands crossed. Oh, yeah. Like, really like prove. And listen, I will never, ever try to prove or defend my gift. This has nothing to do with me. Spirit just uses my physical body to deliver the messages. If you want, I believe, Sean, that people and situations are placed in our path for a reason. It is up to us to take what these people have to offer to learn and grow if we let them. 
So if people allow these messages, these experiences to help them, it's not up to me. It's, it's up to that person. And if they want to choose not to believe, not to embrace, that's their loss, not mine. And I can't, for, I'm not here to make people a quote unquote believer. It doesn't matter to me. if so, I say to people, you don't have to believe in what I do. I don't care if you believe in what I do. I need you to believe in yourself. I need you to believe in an afterlife and that there is more. And I love, Sean, when people are like that, that could be the biggest skeptic. They'll literally say to my face, I don't believe in this. I don't even think there's a God. I don't believe in an afterlife. You can't talk to dead people. And then spirit will have me say something about a spiritual experience that they experience. And they're like, oh yeah, I had that experience. That did happen. (laughs) So it's like, okay, so... You know what you saw. And that's the other thing. Spirit has me talk about things. See, you have to understand, I also learned that there are a lot of common things that spirit might refer to and talk talk about. So my rule with spirit is with every healing message that they have me deliver, they have to validate it with something unique to the person mm. that they're speaking to. So whether if you believe it or not, you know what you witnessed. You know how you feel about something. You know what you saw. You can't deny that. You know, yeah. And it's such a, just, it's such a lesson just for general life, your life's purpose anyway, Mm -hmm. you know, in a world Mm -hmm. of social media and a world of virtual Uh, and a world of, you know, just constantly, like I said, proving to people X, Y, and Z. I just, I'm just like people, you are not going to please everyone and not everyone is going to believe in you and not everyone is going to like you, but Right. If you like yourself, if you accept yourself, yes. man, like we are like, that is the best feeling ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine doing anything else but what I do. And it is the craziest thing. I mean, I thought I was going to be a Dallas Cowgirl cheerleader. I mean, that was, that was what I, I really hoped for. <laughs> I never thought I, this is what I, I, I was going to do or supposed to do. I thought this was normal. You know, and I think that's, that's the biggest thing too. I think that people have to stop trying to prove or there is nothing, no one's perfect. Nothing is perfect. And, and there's this, and especially what social media has done, it's given us this tool, right? To make ourselves look perfect or be perfect. I mean, if you look at my Instagram, some of the pictures, people are like, girl, you posted that. Maybe like, that's what was going on. That that's, that's what it is. This is, this is me. I am not trying to be someone else, something else. I am just, when you said before, like, who are you? Like, I literally want to say, I am Teresa Caputo from Hicksville and I talk to dead people. I still live, I still live next door to my parents. I'm 53 years old. I live right next door to where I grew up. I mean, I, people like, no, you don't. I'm like, yeah, I do. I still live, you know, when is the first time is, when is the first time you kind of accepted it because you know when we have a gift right we have this thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I don't know about you but like there are times in my life where I try to throw this away because the feeling made mm-hmm. me feel what like we talked oh, yeah. about earlier mm-hmm. like not normal and then mm-hmm. you know one of the taglines that I use all the time which is uh, which is why well, I love you how you talked about it or spoke about it there's no such thing as normal so when did the when is mm-hmm. the first time where you normalized yourself to be um, to be me was when nine eleven happened. Mm. I was struggling with my gift uh, for about five years before 
uh, 2001. So uh, it was in the late 90s. And I was struggling. I was like, I, I don't understand this. Why? And uh, I realized that there were people that needed to hear from their loved ones. They didn't know what happened to them. Kind of like what's going on now with COVID, right? People didn't know what happened to their loved ones. If they were afraid, if they were being cared for, um, if, you know, if they knew what was going on. And um, it's for me... Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I don't know. There's just this to be able to do what I do to give someone that peace in knowing that their loved one is okay and that they knew there was nothing that they could do for them hmm. is such a gift. I mean, the readings that have been going on this past year, you know, it, it, it's interesting. I really don't know things. I don't predict anything. You know, people go, oh, well, you could predict things. Oh, didn't you know that was going to happen? And I'm like, listen, if I knew that, don't you think I would have asked them for the lottery numbers instead of <laughs> busting my butt talking to dead people. <laughs> I would have like, and I, I could be on like lottery dream home or something like building this. You know? <laughs> right. You're like, I could have had an easier quote unquote, easier way. Right. Exactly. My, my, and I used to say to my dad, I'm like, dad, I'm like, I remember going to the luncheon and you used to have me pick out the horse, the horses. And he goes, yeah, he goes, you were right. A, a lot of the times he goes, but you know, you were wrong sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, but, um, <laughs> but, you know, um, the point to that is, is that I, th several things, I, I think there are things that we're not supposed to know, mm. you know, um, I believe that I want spirit to tell me things that if we can help someone or prevent something, but if we can't, then I don't want to know about it. Two years prior to COVID, um, I kept feeling the need from spirit that I needed to write another book. And in, October of 2020, the book came out, Good Morning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Mm -hmm. And the book was about a loss is a loss. We gr mourn and grieve every day of our life, but we only think of it as when we lose a loved one. And every chapter I talked about like the loss of a job, finances, health, age, retirement, an argument. Did you ever think that you would mourn the loss of an argument? <laughs> Right? Yeah, you don't really think about, think about that. Yeah. And then what happens is when we lose someone or something big happens in our life, all of these little things that we lost, that we never mourned, that's why things 
become mountains uh, make a mountain out of a molehill. Mole <laughs> right. Well, you know, I, right? we, my husband and I, like, if we get into an argument, right, we always mm-hmm. ask each other. We always say to each other, "It's not the thing; it's the thing." So, what is the? What are you really mad at at this moment? Mm-hmm. You know, right. because yeah, of mm-hmm. course, big things like if someone were mm-hmm. to hit you or something like that's an immediate response. Right. But sometimes you're like, I could kind of feel your energy before we even got to this point. So, what what are you really holding on to? And a lot of people right. they're holding on to something that happened last week or two months exactly. ago. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. so I love that how you're the mourning the loss of an argument, and a lot of people out there are still yeah. holding on. Right, and and let's face it, no matter who we are, we've lost something over this past year, mm. and we we need to mourn that. It's okay, and to know that it's okay not to be okay, and that we are all in the same boat, right? I have. I don't know. I'm always nervous to ask people this question, but I'm not nervous to ask you because it's just, it's just, it's just a lot for my life in general. I have this uncontrollable fear of dying. I mean, it is, Mm -hmm. it is, it's, I think about it every day and it gives me like this unbelievable anxiety that I'm literally Mm -hmm. not able to, I, I have to like suppress it because it's crazy. And I'm, I don't know if it's of the unknown. I don't know if it's because it's going to hurt. You know, I grew up in, with, in the church. And so, mm-hmm. you know, there's heaven and hell. I don't know if it's fear. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, it happens to everyone. Like, why do you have to fear? Like, I wish I didn't fear it, you know? So I think everyone fears death because it's an unknown we don't know what it is but for you it's a little bit more as you started talking i wrote down past life so what i don't know if you believe in past lives some people refer to it as reincarnation i refer to it as past life so a lot of times when we have unknown fears as strong as yours i mean having a fear of dying is i think normal everyone has that but yours seems to be more so it do you find that it's getting stronger I'm like literally, I'm literally saying, okay, if I live till I'm 84, then I'm halfway done. Like, it is just like this. Right. It's too much. Be- I, my validation was, was that they told me because you've approached the age that you passed in a previous life. So that's why it's so strong. Oh. So that happens. Like, you know how someone might have like a fear of, um, so I used to have a huge fear of like heavy rain and like storms, like crippling. Like I was in labor with my daughter and the doctor's like, you need to come to the hospital. It was torrential downpours. I'm like, I can't go. It's raining outside. I have to go in the parkway and it's going to flood. And he's like, you need to get to the hospital. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not getting in the car. It's raining. And he's like, all right, you know, you're crazy. For an hour, I paced in my driveway mm. because crippling. But I did a past life regression. I don't know if you ever done something like no, that. No, I would love to, but uh, yeah. So I, I did a past life regression, and one of the lifetimes was I passed in um, – I was on a boat, and it was a horrible storm. And I passed in this torrential rain and the water just coming in, and I, and I drowned. Mm. So I um, 
And then once I had that and I, I relived that in my past life, it kind of, it, it went away. Even when I was like drowning in Hawaii, when I tore my ACL, I, w- I wasn't, I was afraid, but I wasn't afraid to die. It was so weird mm. where normally I think I would have had that, had that fear. So. Yeah. And how, how does that happen? Like, do you do that or does some, like, how do you get that? No. I, I had that done um, by uh, a mentor of mine. She had done a past life regression. I've done many past life regressions. I, I, I always get um, – I'm interested in that only because earlier when I was younger and I would, I would travel a lot, I met a woman who I felt like a really strong connection to her. And she did some something really odd with my hand. And she was like – Mm-hmm. Oh, that's because we've we've known each other in a past now, life. Before. I was just going to say, yeah, when you, you – you ever get that when you meet someone and you're like, I know you and you have no idea who this person is. You were connected in a past life. Or what people also don't realize also soulmates. Soulmate doesn't always have to be the person that you're married to mm-hmm. or your partner. It could be a best friend. It could be a sibling. It means that you traveled through many lifetimes, your soul with this person. I will say there, that. There was, go ahead. Go ahead. There, there was this one interesting, and I don't know uh, maybe if you'll understand this or someone else listening. I had did a past life regression, um, and I was a man, and I was searching for someone and it, uh, and save them from this fire. And when I got when I found the person the person conducting the regression said to me, look into the eyes of your brother. Cause I was searching for my brother in this life. And they said, who do you see? And I saw my nephew, my brother's son. Yeah. So in a previous life, I was his brother, wow. older brother. Yeah. I really believe the way I met my husband, meaning like we met on the corner and I swear to you, Divine intervention. I said, there's no way. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, how Mm -hmm. in the bleep have, like, I literally, you know, our wedding was called Midnight Love. And we talked about, like, we fell in Mm -hmm. love in three steps. And a lot of people are like, what do you mean? And I'm just like, it's very, very hard to describe the feeling of, like, no. Like, there was this immediate comfort of, like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, we're just hanging out again. But, like, not just hanging out again, like, let's go get something to eat, like, kind of thing, you know? It is unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It's almost like your soul felt complete. That missing piece of your soul. And then I'm always like, well, what happened? You know? Like, I mean, like, what happened before? Like, if you think of a past life situation, I'm like, well, what happened? Because... I'm like, this doesn't happen. <laughs> you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. right. And I, and I would, I would oftentimes say to him, I'm like, you know, like, I wonder what would happen if like, cause he's six years older than me. And I would always say, I wonder if I was six and you were 12 and we walked past each other right. in the store. Like if we would have had that feeling and I'm like, maybe so I'm because it's just, it's, mm-hmm. just unbelievable. Like people say love at first sight. And I'm like, no people like this really happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I believe in that. That's that soul connection, that soul bond. Yeah. It's incredible. 
I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate the messages. Um, oh, thank you. I just, I just, I just love what you stand for, and I love that you're fearless. I think a lot of times when we have a special gift, and I know you've been doing this mm-hmm. a while now, but when we yeah. have a special gift, we people are afraid to be them, and so hopefully, when people listen right. to this episode, it's less about you know my communication and more about helping right. people, you know, kind of be fearless because you know, you have to accept the gift that you have. Do you have any mm-hmm. final parting words for our listeners? Just, you know, look for those little things. If you are missing someone in your life, look for those little things that go on around you that are odd or that you think are weird or maybe even a coincidence. Know that that is your loved one, whoever you think it is. And know that that's a little hello from heaven of them letting you know that they are with you right at that exact moment and that you do have that connection and bond. You know, it's one. And you know, Sean, how could, how could you stop doing what you do? And same thing for you. You change people's lives. You allow people. It's almost like you give people permission to love, honor, and respect themselves the way that they deserve to. And it's the same thing with the work that I do. It's, you know, to hear certain messages and to give people that path of, yeah, yes, you, you can love yourself. Do this. I, I'm here for you. Spirit's here for you. They're guiding you. They're protecting you from the other side. Believe in yourself. And when you get those messages of how someone, they hear one message, how it changes their life in a positive way. And, and they, they, they feel that burden, that weight lifted. And for you, weight is a different meaning, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I th- I, it's it's unbelievable because in one of my workouts, one of the many workouts, you know, I always say like, <laughs> I always say I'm giving you the power to do something, but mm-hmm. it's never yes. really about to really be better at exercise. I'm trying to give people the power yes. to be like, no, like own it own what you have mm-hmm. literally trust and believe in who you are and, and nobody yes. can do it for you right thank you so uh, very much i appreciate your thank time you. thank you thank you thank you 